Hi everybody, welcome back to the Mother Fun Podcast. My name is Audrey and in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing some meal ideas for babies and toddlers. So if you're a new mom and you haven't started solids yet, this episode's for you. Or if you're a mom with a toddler like I have, then you may feel like your kid is just eating the same thing all the time and you want inspiration. So I'm going to share some of my favorite things that I have fed Mia over the past, I guess, year almost. She started solids when she was six months, but we'll get into that. So I'm gonna share lots of ideas for you guys today, as well as I'll like even put the recipe amounts down below in the show notes so you guys can access those as well. But anyways, before we get started, you know what we gotta do, we gotta set the scene. Can you guess what I'm doing? I'm walking to the park with Mia, so she's sitting in the stroller, she's got her Cheerios. I had to bribe her to get her into the stroller because she literally just doesn't want to sit anywhere that has buckles or straps, you know? Like the high chair is sometimes a problem, she freaks out, the stroller is always a problem. So in order to get her to sit still, I give her Cheerios. That's just how we got to do it. And so yeah, we're heading out really nice morning it's probably like 66 degrees and it's going to be warm today it's sunny but the other thing that i have to do before we get started is read today's review of the day so i am so happy that you guys are leaving reviews of the show it means so much to me so for today we have a review from user buttersparks on um apple reviews she said If you're a new mama, you need to hear this. Audrey is so real and upfront about her day today being a new mom and to a toddler during the pandemic. God, sorry, I can't read. I could resonate so much with all her episodes. She shares useful tips on how to make your day better. As a new mom, don't we all need some help? And you know that you're not alone facing these struggles. Highly recommend two hearts. So thank you so much for leaving that review. That was really sweet and yeah it just makes makes me feel good so i did get some good feedback on my last episode um i said i wasn't gonna listen to it but i ended up listening to it right after i recorded it because i was like oh no i need to hear what it sounded like and it was a good episode i personally thought it was one of my best ones um it was a little noisy sometimes but Again, I hope you guys don't mind. That's just the the way we do things here. So (laughs) I hope it's okay. But anyways, I'm getting out of breath. So let's dive right into the episode. So today we'll be talking about meal ideas for your little ones. So to give a backstory on how we do things, I have been home with Mia the whole forever since she was born. So it has been our mission to always like cook her foods. So it's been a lot because we have not bought any like baby food. I mean, we did like baby oatmeal and snacks sometimes. But for the most part, everything we do is homemade at home. And this is no judgment to you if you don't have time or resources to home make your baby's meals. But I think this episode will be really helpful because 
we homemade stuff, but it was in a very easy way. So I'm going to talk to you guys about some tips and tricks on how you can make homemade meals at home without hardly any time or effort that your baby will hopefully love. So we started solids at six months, like I mentioned, but she didn't really take to it until about seven and a half months. So when we first started, it was, you know, single foods. We were going to do baby led weaning, but I was so paranoid about her choking. I couldn't do it. I know that's like normal part of it, but I was so scared. So we ended up doing purees or I guess you could call it combo feeding because sometimes we would do purees and sometimes we would do small pieces of very soft food. So that's fine you know that's fine there's no rule like i think that this has to be said there's no rule in motherhood that you have to follow a certain thing like if you said i'm gonna do baby led weaning and then you decided not to don't feel ashamed of that don't feel guilty because it's it's not what you wanted to do and that's fine i think there's a lot of moms out there that feel pressure to have to do everything the way that you see on social media so strict baby led weaning like no self uh, no no spoon feeding has to be um like the baby feeding themselves and like montessori style play like you can't buy the toys that you push the button and the sound comes out like i mean i personally don't care for those toys either but i'm not saying that you have to do it one way or another so i i just wanted to say that before we get into all this because trust me I know that when you go on Instagram and you see all these like super moms with their perfect profiles and you see all the food they're doing and the activities they're doing and how they're raising their kids and you just feel almost like guilty because you're just comparing what you're doing and you just got to stop that. So this is a place of love. So I hope that when you listen to these episodes, you know that I'm on your side no matter what you're doing with your little one as long as you are confident and happy in the choices and actions that you take with your child then that's the biggest thing that matters so anyways that was a tangent but back on to the food so she really didn't eat a ton at the beginning and i'm still breastfeeding at she'll be 17 months tomorrow i'm still breastfeeding but back then people were like oh my god she needs real food stop i'm like i can't stand people that tell you not to nurse your kid like even my mother-in-law today, she's like, well, you're nursing still, but maybe when she's 24 months, you got to stop. And like, okay, I get it. I mean, that's like my goal is two years. But I just hate when people think they can tell you <laughs> what to do with your, with your boobies. Um, God, I keep going off topic. But anyways, so we went really slow into solids. And again, I was so afraid of choking. So... A lot of the stuff we served was your purees, your basic purees, yogurts, and things like that because I was just really scared. And so she actually did pretty well once she finally got interested in food. And then the main thing that we would feed her once she started to really eat meals, um, because in the beginning it was just like one once a day she would have a little puree of sweet potato or... Um, what else did she like? Sweet potato purees. Uh, God, I feel like I don't remember. She, I fed her yogurt, but it um, gave her a bad reaction because she was 
still young. After she turned one, we tried again and she was fine. So she doesn't have any food allergies, thank goodness. I know that that's a whole big thing that people deal with. And it's not always easy when your little has food allergies. So yeah, when, when I'm talking about all these recipes, we don't have any food allergies. So you may need to adjust things for your kid. So anyways, let's go to recipe number one. So the main thing that Mia ate from when she was probably eight months. I mean, she still eats this now, so it's not often. But like her main food from like eight to 12 months was this. So we made a rice porridge. But what we would do is we would prep it ahead. So it was very, very easy to make when it was time to eat. So on whatever day we bought the food i would buy like two different meats and a few different vegetables to go with those meats oh hold on there's a person coming um sorry <laughs> i would buy two different meats so like say chicken and maybe beef like ground beef or something um and then i would buy veggies to go with those meats so like chicken i could do carrots and onions and maybe a little garlic or for the beef i would do like a little bok choy or green like green onion things like that and so what i would do is i would chop up all the meat and veggies and then i would pack it in those snack size freezer bags so it would be like depending on the age of your kid in the beginning, it was a very small amount, but we'd do like one tablespoon of meat and then one to two tablespoons of chopped veggies into those little baggies. And then we would put them in the freezer. So we would prep like eight to ten bags at a time with two different flavors. Like, because I didn't want her to get bored eating the same thing either. And then the great part is when you're ready to cook it, it is so easy. So what we would do, this is a basic measurement that I use, but... You can always adjust it if you like if your kid is younger and doesn't eat a lot or whatever you can just try it with this measurement and then go from there so what i do is i have a tiny pot like a baby sized pot <laughs> and i wash a quarter cup of rice you know you wash it and drain it and then i put quarter cup of rice in the pot with a like around one cup of water and then the meat and veggies i just pop it right out of the baggie from the freezer to the pot put a lid on it and cover it and put it on low for maybe 20 minutes of course like when you cook you gotta watch it because yeah we're almost to the park you gotta watch it because like the stove you have might be more powerful or less powerful so just kind of keep an eye on it the first time you make it but after 20 minutes, what you're going to have is a rice porridge that's pretty loose. Um, and again, you can just add more water if you want it looser for your kid or like you want the grains. You can add more water and cook it a little longer and that will result in like the rice really breaking down. But as your kid gets older, you can kind of change up the ratios like less water so that the rice ends up cooking to be more rice like until up until you're ready to give your your kid like actual rice and again this is like a almost like a vietnamese inspired meal because that's our family 
<laughs> so we eat a lot of rice at our house. I don't know if you are rice people, but that is what we have fed her all like so many times. And then as they get older, you can experiment. So like, say we're doing an Asian style one, we could put a little bit of like sesame oil into the porridge to give it like a little tiny bit of flavor. Like, because we didn't do salt until 14 months we did no salt for her so we would try to flavor things with herbs and spices and things like that but we just avoided salt up until 14 months we do like a little pinch of salt now it's not a lot again because babies don't really need a ton of salt so that was our choice you you do you but that's just how we kept it up until 14 months. And that is the base food that she ate for a long time. And again, it was like, we would try to change up the flavor profile. And then that's kind of a good way to introduce new foods as well, because you can just change the recipe. So like one week we would have, you know, the, like carrots, right? And then the next week we might change it to something else like broccoli. So you can slowly introduce new foods in this way where it's like still familiar, but it's also a way to see if they have allergies. So just change one food at a time if you're going to do that when you have a young baby. I mean, as like for us, as she grew up, we just started giving her a bunch of stuff at once and she was fine. But we don't have food allergies in our family. So if you have any food allergies, I would definitely just take it slow. So that is my first meal idea for you. So that's just one tablespoon chopped meat, one to two tablespoons chopped veggies, any variety you want, put to a small snack bag, freeze until ready to use, wash one quarter cup rice, drain, put into a small baby pot with one cup of water and your frozen meat and veggie mixture. Cook on low heat for about 20 minutes, stir, and when it's the consistency you want, you can serve it to your baby. That's the rundown of that one. And so then, as she was getting older, we're like, well, she's probably getting sick of the same thing. So we started to experiment doing different things. So for example, soups. We would do like chicken soup. Oh my God, she loves chicken soup. And what we would buy for the chicken soup is orzo. So we love to use orzo for like soups and spaghettis and things because she kind of like chokes if the, if the noodles are too long. So by feeding orzo, it's a lot easier. And honestly, sometimes she doesn't even chew it. She just swallows it because it's very soft and it glides down her throat. So orzo is a big staple at our house because you can pretty much put it in any like soup or stew like meal so like if you wanted to do chili you could put a little orzo in it or if you're doing like a spaghetti sauce when we make spaghetti we'll usually have a small pot on the side for her that we don't salt and we just like and don't put wine because <laughs> we have wine in our sauce so we'll we'll just make slight modifications to hers maybe add extra veggies for her like red pepper and shredded carrots for her spaghetti sauce and then when you heat it up, you just get your baby pot, put add a little extra water, throw a quarter cup of orzo in and let it cook. And just like stir it. It takes like maybe 12 to 15 minutes to get it from 
raw to a soft consistency for your baby. So again, these meals are all things you can do ahead. So like when we make the spaghetti sauce for her, we will portion it into those snack baggies and put it right to the freezer. And so anytime we're ready to cook, we have it all prepped up, ready for her. Because we meal prep our food on Sundays. So it's just, you know, we're already meal prepping for us. So it's very easy to just make something for her. And we like to portion and freeze it to ensure that it's fresh. It doesn't go bad in the fridge. And we can switch up the different meals throughout the week. So she doesn't have to eat the same, same thing every day. So that is a big tip for you guys. And then meatballs. So I don't know if like if you're a vegetarian family, I'm sorry because we eat a lot of meat at our house. Are you ready to come out of your stroller? We just made it to the park. Um, if you are vegetarian, you can you can try different things um, and change it up. Uh, one f- favorite recipe we have actually that's a snack is before I get into the meatballs, a snack that she enjoys is tofu pudding. So I just buy silken tofu and a mango, like a ripe mango. And I put it in the food processor and she loves this. And I love this because if she has a day where she's not eating, like sometimes, you know, the babies and toddlers are picky and they just like won't eat what you fed them. If there's a day like that where she like refuses her lunch, I like to give her a high protein snack. So this tofu pudding is pretty good to kind of like fill her up if she didn't eat when she was supposed to. And so that's usually something I do as a go-to snack, although we haven't had it in a little while. She's been pretty good at eating her meals. What's going on with your seatbelt? Here you go. You wanna get down? Oh wait, I gotta put your shoe on. <laughs> we just got to the park and she doesn't even have her shoes on yet. Wait a minute, can I put your sandals on? So yeah, the tofu pudding is pretty good. And now back to the meatballs. So for meatballs, I also love meatballs because you can just change it up to to whatever you want it to taste like. So I've done, her favorite is Asian style meatballs (coughs) with ground pork. And then I do like ginger, shallots, green onions, bok choy. I put the veggies into the meatballs because this child sometimes will just like look at the bok choy and then throw it on the floor so i do love to do um, veggies into the meatballs you can also do like red peppers and carrots if you're doing like a western style like italian meatball you can add veggies like that parsley whatever you want um oh we also like sesame oil in the sesame uh, in the asian meatball so i like that you can play around with the flavor um components and then when we serve the meatball we just serve with rice and then either a veggie or a fruit on her plate this is more of a toddler meal than a baby meal but it's one of our staples one of our go-to's you can also make like mini meatloaves with a similar idea you can use a muffin tin so i do like ground beef with the egg breadcrumbs tomato product um salt a little salt a little pepper and whatever spices you want to put in there um and then you just put the make little patties into a i mean you could do it in a muffin tin or you could just do meatloaf meatballs because the kid's not gonna know (laughs) they're not gonna really know that it's if it's one shape or another so you just do it however is easy for you and you for the meatballs i what i actually like to do for meatballs 
is I freeze them, I roll them up and I freeze them individually. So I'll put them on a baking sheet on parchment paper, let them freeze and then bag them into the snack baggies again. We go through a lot of snack baggies. <laughs> and then when I'm ready to cook it, you can cook straight from frozen. Just put it on a sheet pan and we put it in our toaster oven on 400, 375 or 400 for about 38 to 40 minutes from frozen. If it's not frozen, it'd be more like 32 minutes. But that's another, it's like so easy. So if you have the time and energy to prep ahead on these like little baby meals, it's a lot easier because you just pull something out of the freezer, you know, within the hour before they're gonna eat and bam, dinner is served. So I have loved doing all these like little recipes and then I, I thought of something else and now I completely forgot what it was. It was, it was another good recipe. But anyways, let's do breakfast. So for breakfast, she loves French toast. So what we do is we'll make, you know, a batch of French toast and what we, you can freeze them or just keep it in the fridge if you're going to eat them within the next couple days. So we do, we do love to do the French toast with fruits, yogurts, hard-boiled egg she likes in the morning sometimes she had that this morning strawberries are her favorite so we always have berries on hand oh yes and then that brings me to another fun tip is smoothies so if you have a little one who loves smoothies but doesn't love veggies you know what you got to do mama (laughs) i love to put spinach or even cooked bok choy I had a time where she just would not eat her bok choy that I served on her plate. And I said, okay, do you want a smoothie? And the bok choy went in the smoothie. She had no idea. She ate it right up. So I love that, again, with smoothies, you can change up the flavors. You could do like a mango-based one with coconut milk. Or you could do, I love to do almond milk. She likes almond milk. Um, She doesn't really like cow's milk. Although sometimes I'll do like a strawberry milk if I have milk on hand I'll blend some strawberries into it and she likes that but yes smoothies all different flavors you can do and then you can sneak your veggies in another thing I like to sneak into a smoothie is avocado because that's a healthy fat and she actually doesn't eat avocado by itself even though that was her first food was avocado when she turned six months and she just doesn't like it so I don't know if it's a texture thing. I personally don't like plain avocado either. I like guacamole. (laughs) So I sneak avocado into her smoothie. It makes it creamy and delicious, nutritious, whatever. You can also add like chia seeds and stuff. And something she likes that is random is chia pudding. So this is another easy, easy breakfast. I'll give you two more easy breakfast ideas. Chia pudding and overnight oats. She's obsessed. So I actually see somebody's coming to the park, so I might have to pause this. But chia pudding, all you do is one cup of your favorite milk. I use almond milk and three to four tablespoons of chia seeds. Mix, put in the fridge overnight, and that's it. In the morning, you have chia pudding. Just add more chia seeds if you want it thicker. um, And then top with berries or whatever, like shredded coconut. She loves that. And then for the overnight oats, I will do... I, I make it, you know, every night before bed. I'll, I'll, if we're going to have that, I'll do three quarters cup oats. Oh, no. Two thirds cup oats. Three quarters cup almond milk. A squeeze of honey if your child is over one. No honey before one. 
a squeeze of honey to sweeten it just a tiny bit and then like a tablespoon of shredded coconut mix it all up you can also add chia seeds to your overnight oats just be sure to add a little extra water because those chia seeds do suck up the liquid and so those are two things that you can mix up within like three to five minutes hi <laughs> a friend just came to the park so i'll probably have to end this soon but i think i'm almost done anyway so just mix those up and then like i said it takes like three to five minutes and usually i have these things on hand like the almond milk i buy in the healthy food aisle it's not refrigerated and so it's like a pantry item and then once you put it you open it you put it in the fridge it's you know it can stay in the fridge for a little while but we actually go through it really quickly so it's just good like in coconut you can have that in your pantry oats in your pantry chia seeds like all of it can be in your pantry so i like that we can switch it up so if say she's getting sick of the french toast or sweet potato pancakes which i'll try and link um, a recipe for that down below in the show notes as well if she's sick of those then i will just switch it up with either the chia seed or the oatmeal and those are two things that i can eat for breakfast too so i like that we can share breakfast now that she's a little older um it's just a lot easier to be able to eat at the same time so those are some of the recipes that i wanted to share with you guys today if you want to hear more recipes then let me know send me a message on instagram and i can make another episode like this sharing even more recipes that we like to do at our house and more ideas for you to do with your babies if you could please rate the show on apple you might be featured in an upcoming episode i can read your review and yeah thank you guys so much for listening and also big thank you to everybody who sent love on episode 11 that was a really hard one for me to record and post but i think it was important and i'm just happy that you guys enjoyed it so thank you guys for listening stay safe and well and i will talk to you guys in the next episode bye